Welcome to the Sojo Show with Jen and AJ, where you'll dig deep into God's Word alongside two imperfect, frequently ineloquent women as we discover fresh ways to walk out God's truth together. Okay, Jen, you're going to have to confess. It's good for the soul. Here. It is. <laughs> You should try it every now and then. I got you. I'm going to do it today in front of all these people. In front of all these people. All these millions of listeners. And you don't even know what you're confessing to yet. I know. I know. I'm waiting. Okay. (laughs) Have you ever hidden from somebody or from a responsibility that was waiting for you? Yes. Yes, I have. (laughs) I thought you might say that. (laughs) So you got to tell us what it is. Okay. Well... You want to know my favorite hiding places? (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Share because some of us may need to do it. So no, for real. So honestly, I was thinking about this when you just said that. And the first thing that came to mind was when my kids were little, but I don't know if that really counts because so when my kids were little, I would try to hide from them, but I wasn't very successful because you know, the whole mom, are you in there? You know, when you're in the potty, okay. Mm -hmm. You can't really hide for long, right? So then I thought about now it's easier for me to hide. And sometimes when I come home at night, I just stay in the car for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Parked in your garage? I parked in my garage. I turned it off. You know, I'm not all about the carbon monoxide. So right. I turned it off and I just sit there and decompress for a little while before I go in the house. Yeah. I have and actually done that. Have you done that? Myself. And every once in a while. So my car is, you know, you can, there's a, the door, the garage is got glass on it. So, so everyone's small, usually it's Abraham. You'll get busted. Walks by and he's like, Mom's home. <laughs> and, I and she's like, passed out in her car. And I'm totally busted. I have been known to go out there and, and rest, take a little mm-hmm. rest too. Because I know when I go in, it's like laundry and dishes and dinner yeah. and squabbles and homework. And sometimes you just need a moment. Sometimes you need a moment. You just need a moment. Yes. So I why agree. do you ask? Well, <laughs> We are going to talk about someone who hid from Mm -hmm. responsibility today. Okay, good. Just like me. Just like you and me and probably many others (laughs) listening to us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm proud of you for fessing up. Thank you. Let's talk about Saul and how he hid from the responsibility that God gave him. So can you tell us a little bit about his hiding behind the baggage incident? Saul. Okay. So Saul was a pretty cool cat, you know, in the eyes of the world. Yes, he was. Okay. So if you're going to go there, I want our readers or our listeners. Yeah. If you were in, if you listen to the last episode, (laughs) you'll you'll recognize that that she likes to write and not talk. So she's telling y'all readers. Yes. But (sighs) listeners, I want you guys to know how much of a cool cat Saul actually was. was. Okay. So let me read these two verses. It says, now there was a prominent man of Benjamin named Kish, son of Abiel, son of Zeror, son of Bacoa. Who cares who you All the sons. Son yes. <laughs> and he had a son named Saul. Now listen to this. An impressive young man. Mm-hmm. There was no one more impressive among mm-hmm. the Israelites than he. Yep. He, he stood a head taller than anyone else. Now he Which was is really cool. How tall do you think he was? I don't know, but apparently he was hot. That's what we would say today. He was hot. He was hot. Okay, we don't say, oh, he's impressive. He was hot. He was right. Hot. You think he was hot? 
I think that's what it means. I don't know. I think he was tall. I'm reading, but he also I, did good things for he people. Did. He and like saved, like he like did good things. He, he came was, from he was a good, prom- and he came from a prominent. Family. Yes, he was good. He's good. So, but at some point he was called, but. and I can't really find it right this second. But he was called, and so they had they basically he was called by God, be king, right? And he questioned it a little bit, but then in the end they threw these lots, and this is kind of the way it was done. And if you remember, there was a previous one of my favorite verses in in Proverbs fits beautifully with this. Do you remember? It says the, the lot is cast mm-hmm. in the lap, mm-hmm. but the, the Lord, Lord is in control of all of it or whatever. The, the yeah. yeah, of the outcome. So this is what happened. So the lots were cast for their king, believe it or not, because people wanted a king. And and that this is all the history of the Bible. And so he became, you know, he was the one that was called out and they couldn't find him. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't find him. And he was apparently hiding in the luggage. He was in the luggage. Hiding behind the baggage. And because he was tall, I mean, he was like hunkered down. Yeah, he was hiding. He was like, but they found him. Yeah. And he came out. And he came out. And he became king. He became king. Yes, king. I mean, this is a big big deal. Uh Okay, uh so Saul had this chance to step into the kingship. How did he do with that? At first, he did really well. At first, he did. I think he 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 came out strong. I think at the beginning, he came out so, strong. He made some good decisions. So before the kingship thing was announced, it was a little sketch, you know, because he was hiding, and he questioned. Right? He's like, mm-hmm. but like last episode, mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of Moses. Right? Who am I? Who am I? I yeah. came from like the lowest of the clans, the Benjaminites. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm, you know, I'm, who am I? Even though be? his family was impressive or it, prominent. He still was not like the, the best, like the most right. prominent. He's like, why me? Who am I? So he had some doubts. And then when he was like, the <laughs> the lots were cast and it's almost like I could almost see him going, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. This is getting like serious. It's, so then he has, but then yeah. he steps up. And he really actually does step in and just, he does some good things. He defeats some people. He defeats the Ammonites. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And so he, he actually does some good things to begin with. Right. Um, but then it's something Things point, start to turn a bit. Right. So tell us about that. So I am not sure exactly what caused like this change. By the way, we're in first Samuel. We, we didn't mention this. We're we in first are. Samuel. It nine, starts in chapter nine. And it goes through like 15. Yes. 15. Right. And at some point along the way, he Saul just kind of got a little lazy in his obedience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he started doing things his way. Well, and he got a little pressure. Yeah. He got a little pressure from the people. He did. He became a people pleaser. And he used that as an excuse not to obey God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And God wasn't real happy with that. No. As you can imagine. Right. I mean, there's never really a good excuse for disobedience, right? That's Mm -hmm. what we teach our kids. That's what God wants us to learn. There's just really not. Yeah, yeah, no. So he did not mean strong. No, he didn't. So, <laughs> and one of the things that we see throughout his life, once he kind of went this direction, is just a level of cowardice that we really don't see in a lot of other places in scripture. Um, I remember one story, and I'm not sure what which chapter this is in, 
But his son, Jonathan, stood up and went after the Philistines Mm -hmm. when Saul should have been the one doing it. One's in chapter 13. Chapter 13. Mm -hmm. So we see here that he starts to just kind of hold back. He's not leading the people in a courageous manner. He's being a coward. And time again, this becomes the pattern of his life. And I don't know about you guys, but there have been times in my life, especially in certain areas, when I talk myself out of doing something that I know I probably should be doing because I'm afraid I'm a chicken, right? Are there certain areas in your life, maybe Jen, that you tend to be a chicken? You chicken um, out of stuff? Well, yeah. When I when when well, and you know, you think about it, and sometimes when you have a lot of responsibility, when you feel mm-hmm. the weight of the responsibility. Mm-hmm. sometimes it's just easier to not lean into that responsibility because right. again, there's fear of failure. There's fear that maybe you're wrong. There's fear. Uh, and then the most important thing is there's fear of man. Right. Yeah. And that's really one of the biggies. I think that is, and Saul paid a pretty high price for his fear mm-hmm. and his cowardice. So you want to tell us what ended up happening with that? Well, in the end, his uh, disobedience um, caused him to lose his kingship. That's right. That's yeah. the bottom line. So Samuel basically said, because of this, and, and it's not just once, but he disobeyed a couple of different times. Mm-hmm. So I think that was kind of interesting that he lost favor with God to some extent after he disobeyed once, but then he like did it again. Right. And he got pressured by the people and he, he disobeyed again. And he, he attacked when he wasn't supposed to attack or, you know, it was just, it was just a hot mess. And so Samuel was like, well, you know, God is removing the kingship from you basically. And he eventually, eventually became David. Right. As king. Yeah. So God um, handed it over to David. I think I find it really interesting going back to the beginning of his call and his story how he did not share what God had told him about becoming king through the prophet Samuel with his family. And I just kind of can't help but wonder how hard sometimes it is to live out who God has called us to be in front of others, especially those closest to us, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. when we know, okay, God has given me this task to do. Sometimes it's really hard to live that out or even break the news to those around us because they expect us to be something else. And I think that's a pattern we see in the life of Saul. I think he was afraid to be who God had called him to be and do the tasks that God had given him to do because he thought other people saw him a certain way. And we can also live by labels that other people give us. And we just, we got to move beyond that. Right. Right. And really, we have to look to the one who is in the one who is providing us with the equipping us to do the work that he calls us to do. Like we talked about last week with Moses. Exactly. You know, I'm looking here in 1 Samuel when, and this is in chapter 12, in verse 19, it says, all the people said to Samuel, pray for your servants to the Lord God that we may not die for we have added to all our sins in this evil. We ask to ask for ourselves a king. And Samuel said to the people, don't be afraid. You have done all this evil. Yet do not turn aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. And do not turn aside after empty things that cannot provide profit or deliver, for they're empty. 
for the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you a people for himself. So, I mean, he basically is saying only fear the Lord in verse 24 and serve him faithfully with all your heart and consider what great things he has done for you. So, you know, he, this is like in the middle of all that's going on and Saul losing favor to some extent. And the people are realizing, oh, you know, we're the ones who wanted this king. And, you know, and and they're almost coming to Samuel saying, you know, kind of like we messed up, you know. But what does Samuel say in this? He says, don't "Don't lose heart. Don't lose. Trust in the Lord. Yes. Yes. You did not. You know, yeah, it basically you sinned. Right. You failed. You sinned. You were a complete, utter mess. Right. And but God can still redeem it. But God. And this is going back to Saul, what you were saying. And for us too, when we fall and disobey, I mean, I think that Saul could have, if he had turned his heart to God, mm-hmm. he could have, you know, redeemed the situation. Yeah. And, but he kept walking down the path of disobedience. Right. And there is a lesson for us, I think, because we're all going to disobey to some extent. Right. And we're all going to fail and we're all going to hide in the baggage. Yes. At some point in our lives or in the, you know, Highlander is the case may be. Right. In our garage. (laughs) We're all going to do those things. But the question is, do we continue to walk down in that? Do we continue to walk in that disobedience? Or do we step up like Moses eventually did last week, last episode, we talked about Moses had a lot of excuses too. Right. But he eventually put his trust in God. Yeah. And that's where we need to, that's how we have to end up. Or we will end up like Saul and basically be removed. Right. And I think when we realize we are a failure or we have failed is a better way of saying it and sin, just flat out sin. Mm-hmm. It is important to remember the way up. And that is repentance and faith in Jesus Christ, because he came for sinners. Mm-hmm. He came for sinners. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, and as impressive as Saul was, and as oppressive as some of us are, and as oppressive as some mm-hmm. of you listening are, God doesn't need any of us. Right. And we our our righteousness is as filthy rags. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of recognizing who we are. And as you said, knowing that Christ came for us, even though we had nothing to give, Mm -hmm. we have nothing to offer. He doesn't need our strengths. They were gifts from him to begin with. You know, he, and this is, this is why Saul was impressive as he was. And as, as hot a guy as he was. And as, you know, as much potential as the world saw in him. That wasn't what, that wasn't what, it wasn't it. God didn't need that. Right. And then, and God ended up choosing a very unlikely successor mm-hmm. who became a man after his own heart, as we know. So, so yeah. So I think that if you're either in a point where you feel like you've got some gifts and this is, you know, I got some things I can offer, you know, so you, we need to recognize that God doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. God doesn't need your stuff. He may use it. He may know? totally use he it. He may use it. He may use it, but but you have to humble yourself before him. Right. And that's not it. ultimately what qualifies anybody. Right. And that, and because of that, if you're in a position where you feel unqualified mm-hmm. because you feel like you are, don't do not have what it takes, you know, that's not what qualifies you either. That has nothing to do with it. <laughs> nothing to do with it. Nothing. It's all grace. 
Yes, it is. What a beautiful thing. And as we have seen from the life of Moses, we saw it in Jeroboam. We see it with Saul. Really, what is what is most important is faith in our God who can do all things mm-hmm. in his character, in his promises, in his abilities, in his sovereignty. He is where we place our faith, mm-hmm. whether we have anything going for us or whether we have absolutely nothing. Right. And even if we act like a coward, like salt in, there's grace for that. There's grace for that. There is grace for that. And we have to look to the one who can redeem that. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. really good word. Yeah. Whew, poor Saul. Really good word. Yeah, I know. I love that these, I, I've said this over and over again, though. But I love that these are, these examples are in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Well, they're relatable because we relate yes, to every one of them because we see ourselves in these stories. I see myself in the story completely. Me too. And, and it's a, it's just, and, and it also makes me realize that I cannot get myself out of the negative parts of the story, the cowardice, the identity issues, all this stuff without Christ who lives in me. Right. And I know this is probably next out of your mouth because I've heard you say this many times, including on the last podcast, but I think it points us back to being in the scripture Mm -hmm. and focusing our hearts and minds on truth. You know, Romans six, one of my favorite passages says over and over again, do you not know? And it's talking about who we are in Christ. Do you not know that you are dead to sin? Do you not know? that you are alive to God. We have to know the truth of who we are. We have to know the truth about who God is before it can impact our choices and our decision-making. And so if we need a place to start, it's with the word. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and taking these examples that are from scripture of real people, mm-hmm. real men, real women who have failed and yet some have done great things for the kingdom and some have not. And looking at those examples and learning from them right. to some extent yeah. and knowing that we have to put our trust in him. As my parents well, always that. said, growing up, it's better to learn from other people's mistakes than your own. So here we go. <laughs> There's a chance. It's a good word. That's a very good word. Love it. I love it. Okay. So that's good. So Saul, oh, we got one more next week, right? We have one more. Yes. And it's a good one. It's a good one. It is a really good one. It's very encouraging and motivating. So you guys don't miss it. Oh, and our question. Yeah. We We have have our reader question. So tell them how they can get their free gift and their. So yes. Answer our questions. To sojohub.com. Mm-hmm. Backslash confidence. Oh, seven. Yes. Oh, seven. Oh, oh, seven. That's right. Zero, zero, seven. Double, and double, oh, seven, if you will. Double, hey, there you go. I'm glad you caught that. Double, oh, seven. Oh, yeah. We need like a special yeah, thing. Yeah, a special thing. I don't even remember the same song. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> that is it okay no we need a we really need an effect for that okay so that is so that's where you can go and grab and check out the show notes and get any links and 
Yeah. And we have something for them. We have a gift. We'll have a gift over there for you. So yes, you guys go grab it. And then we're going to answer questions and, oh, and ask your questions. And so here is our question. Here's one right here that we can ask because something your kids did that brought you joy. So what is something your kids have done recently that brought you joy? (sighs) So I have a young son. Well, my youngest son, he's not like young anymore, but he is just quick on his feet and he will come up with the funniest comebacks out of nowhere. And he just, he makes me smile. He makes me laugh. He makes the entire family laugh. A quick wit, a quick, a very quick wit. Nice. And the older he gets, it's like the funnier he gets because it's like actually maturing. Yeah, he's maturing. Uh It's like more adult combat comebacks, and it's just it is delightful. Really fun. That's fun. Well, something that has made me proud recently—it's hard to choose, right? I mean, we we each have four kids. Yes. And they are all different and beautiful in different ways. And so it's hard to choose. But I guess the most recent thing that comes to my mind was yesterday, actually. Yesterday morning, my uh, son, my second son, was he did the call to worship at our church and he got up in front of, you know, several hundred people and he read a scripture, but then he said a prayer and it was just a clear, mm-hmm. eloquent, I mean, I mean, he's 20 years old and he just mm-hmm. absolutely just displayed and explained the gospel in a beautiful way that just made me proud as his mom. Well, and seeing your kids, watching your kids follow the Lord, you right. know, as that scripture says that you have no greater right. joy than seeing your children follow after the Lord. I mean, that is very rewarding. Right. And, and see his gifts, each of them, each of our kids have gifts in different ways, but to see his, his gifts displayed and used, I don't know what's going to happen, you know, in the future, it's all just grace, but it just, it's beautiful to see him flourishing and, and using his gifts. Yeah. So I love that. as all of them do. So that is the most recent thing that made me proud. Very good. Yep. All right. Well, that's it for today, guys. We will see you next week for our last session on confidence. Yay. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sojo Show. We are so grateful that you did. And we're so thankful for the opportunity to spread the good news of the gospel in such a fun and unique way. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you would leave us a rating or review wherever you're listening to this podcast or subscribe to the show. Also, tell your friends. That's the number one way we get people finding out about who we are. And we really appreciate you sharing the Sojo Show. We'll be back every Monday, digging into the truth of God's word, sharing, laughing, glorifying God in all that we do, and hopefully encouraging women from all over the world in the truth of the gospel. Talk to you then. This episode is brought to you by Sojo Academy, an ongoing membership for Christian women that provides a practical, streamlined spiritual growth plan for every woman. Membership includes mentoring and thriving community, fresh, deep Bible studies every month, prayer support, resources for creative worship, live calls every week, and so much more. We would love for you to check it out at SojoAcademy.com and come join this vibrant group of women as we sojourn together.
Are there areas in your life where you feel like you need to simplify a bit? My guess is yes. Several years ago, AJ and I identified seven areas that we felt like um, were important to simplify in order to focus on most important things in life and primarily our relationship with God. What we are doing is pulling that out of the vault, and we are doing Simplify Your Life Summer 2024 Edition. We invite you to join us. We are excited about it and look forward to seeing you there. Go check out sojohub.com slash simplify for more information.